All that pride has to go. Come out of their pride. Come out of their pride. Come on out. Come on out. Every bit of it. Every bit of it. Out, 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 out. Up and out of there. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. John Kyle here tonight, and uh, we had a bad connection with Brother Shannon. I'm not sure he's going to be able to get through here or not tonight, but uh, anyway, we're going to have a good time, and we're going to have some deliverance tonight, and we're going to see what Jesus will do in your life tonight, because he wants to do something. I believe that. I wouldn't be here tonight. I believe he wants to do something in your life. I believe he's going to set some people free tonight. Because people are in great bondage today in the Church of Jesus Christ. And I don't mean the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints, although that's true too there. But I'm talking about the Church of Jesus. Uh, people are in bondage, and they need Jesus. They need deliverance. They need to be set free and see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And I believe we could do that. I believe that, you know, that's going to happen tonight. I'm looking forward to what God will do. Now, what we're going to share tonight, I've got several things, but one of the things on my heart is is uh, winning when under siege. You know, we, we're, the church is under siege today. It's under attack by the enemy. And we need to know how to win when we're under siege. We need to know how to win when demons are attacking our lives and harassing our lives, and, and we need deliverance from them, and we need to learn how to win when we're under siege. And we need to know who has the advantage in our life. Does Jesus have the advantage or does the enemy have the advantage? Well, let's give Jesus the advantage in our life. Let's give him place in our lives. Let's let's see what he will do when we fully yield to him and get those demons out of there. Let's see the glory of God in our lives tonight. Hallelujah. I want to open up in prayer tonight as we get going here and allow Jesus to just... Have his way tonight and see what mighty wonders and signs he will do for us as he sets people free. 
Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. We just thank you for another opportunity to be here tonight and share with each one that's listening tonight. And and we thank you for what your Spirit's going to do. We thank you for the liberty that's given by the Holy Spirit as demons come out and, and people get free and, and we see the goodness of the Lord in our lives. And, Lord, we just lose the mighty warring angels to do their work tonight. And we thank you that uh, Jesus is our deliverer tonight, and he's going to deliver tonight. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit working tonight to bring us into knowledge of things and to teach us as I share this word tonight with each one that's listening. And, Lord, we give you glory, praise, and honor tonight because you are the mighty God. And, Lord, we can't do anything without you. In fact, you said without you we could do nothing. So, Lord, we commit this broadcast to you tonight. And thank you for moving in every life that's listening and showing them your grace and power tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So I want to get right into this tonight, and I believe it will help you because I believe we all need help. And so I believe it will help you tonight. Let's go ahead and, and, and get into this. Uh, winning when under siege. I want to open up with a scripture, 1 Peter 5, 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. See, the enemy looking for whom he may devour. See, if there's any kind of permission in our lives, he will devour in that area. And we're going to look at some of the areas that give him permission tonight. But any area that there's been given permission, whether it be a generational spirit that you really didn't really have anything to do with, although your family line did, a familiar spirit handed down, you know, through the family, uh, or it could just be something you let in, or something that happened to you in school, a traumatic experience. You know, there's so many things that happen to people in their lives. We were set up by the enemy, you know, before we were born to... Uh, have spirits attack us and get into our lives. And some people were born with spirits, of course, generational spirits, family line spirits, things like that. So how many have ever felt like you can't go on? You know, a lot of people nowadays feeling like, man, it's just too much. What am I going to do? How am I going to make it? What What are we going to do? You know, how how many have ever felt like that? You just can't go on another day sometimes. It feels that, that rough, you know. Like the best thing to do now would just be to give up and quit. A lot of folks like that today, they just feel like they can't go another day like this. you know. And I know there's some good days that don't feel that way. But many days, more than not, they feel like, wow, it would just be better just to give up and quit. Like you wouldn't even endure another, another hurt. You couldn't even endure another hurt or another rejection from people. Hey, we've been hurt by people. We've been rejected by people. Sometimes those closest to us have hurt us the most. Like you would just uh, like to run and hide. Find me a place to run and hide to get away from this mess. Well, if you felt these things, good. This message is for you. This one's going to help you tonight. And so here's something we must all remember. Wounds left unattended attract evil spirits. You hear me? Wounds left unattended attract evil spirits. Now, let me just explain a little bit about this here. You know, you ever seen these nature films when when you see uh, an animal wounded or hurt, what do you see? You see the vultures and the scavengers gathered around it, right, to devour it. You know, they follow that wounded animal. 
They aggravate it. They provoke it until that wound causes its downfall. Well, you know what? That's the same thing with people. You know, some of you are living life centered around a hurt, an emotional upset, a grudge, a personal rejection, instead of centered on Jesus. And, you know, if you don't deal with these wounds, if they're not dealt with by the Spirit of God and you let Him and you get deliverance for them, then demons are going to feed upon them until you're consumed. And, you know, there's a lot of people consumed today with these spirits because they've been wounded in life. They've been hurt in life. They've been rejected in life. You know, things don't always go the way we like them to go. And, you know, people can be so ugly and so cruel, especially when they're under the influence of demons themselves. And so that demon knows just where to strike at you, to hurt you. Maybe someone didn't love you when you were growing up. They spoke words to you that stuck with you all your life that hurt you. Or wounded you. You were wounded in a relationship. You were wounded in a in a in a, in a family situation. You were wounded in in a ministry situation, church, or around brothers and sisters that hurt you with just not even seemingly knowing what they did, or maybe they did it on purpose because they had spirits of spite in them, and they wanted to hurt you because of what was in them. You know. So these are things that need to be dealt with. Many people have left their mates. Their churches, their friends, their ministries, their God-called and given destiny because they did not recover from a hurt or a wound. And instead now they have a, you know, an infestation of demons around their hurts and, and spirits of hurts. And, and they're tormented and troubled. Hurts and wounds are things that you just can't play around with, you know. If left to themselves, they're not going to go away. They're going to devour you. Spirits will take up residence in you. And they will continue to keep you hurt all the time. Keep you a cripple emotionally. Bound up in your emotions. You know, just a, a walking basket case in some ways. You need to deal with them quickly and directly by the power of God. What does it say in verse 9 here of 1 Peter 5? It says, whom resist steadfast in the faith knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. You know, we're not the only one. You're not the only one. Hello, you're not the only one. You know, sometimes we think we are, and we think that the whole world is against us, and we're the only one going through this, and we're the only one that has these kind of spirit lies. It says the brethren in the world. It said we're all being attacked in various ways, and many of us the same ways. Because there's no new thing under the sun. Satan only has so many weapons, so many different kinds of demons. Okay? And so, what does it say we're to do? We're to resist these demons, steadfast in the faith of God. You know? Because Jesus heals hurts. He delivers from those spirits of hurt. He delivers us from darkness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's good news. He delivers us, and he's going to deliver you tonight. From some of these hurts in your life, you know, some of you are going to get free tonight. And more and more we're hearing the term, what, mental health. <laughs> mental health, why? Because more and more people are having mental problems because they're wounded mentally. More and more people are being hurt. More and more people are, are in this society today devastated by things and, and less and less love. It says in the last days, you know, the uh, uh, the hearts of men will go cold. You know, there's, there's going to be a lack of love in the earth. 
because people are just so unloving, uncaring, unkind, because they they need love themselves. They're hurting themselves. So a crippled person doesn't have any love and can't love anybody else. They're crippled emotionally. They're a wreck emotionally. They're loaded with demons emotionally. How are they going to love you? And yet we want to be loved. We expect love. We need love. But anyway, Satan and his forces have unleashed thousands of demons to bring hurts and wounds to people's minds. You may not understand it, but you've been bombarded by these types of attacks since you were a child. It's the sickness of the times. I said it's the sickness of the times. And many of you turned out the way you have because of these types of attacks. You've been told stuff like, well, you're not worth nothing. Or you're just a worthless, no good bum. Or I can't stand you. Or you're stupid. Or someone hurts your feelings. Someone gives you rejection because they won't love you. They won't treat you right. Abuses you mentally and or physically. No, that's rampant today in the land. Or you've had a bad marriage a rough relationship, and you or you can't seem to forgive because you've been hurt so badly, and then you wonder why you're so skeptical, you're so angry, and you don't seem to be a very happy person most of the time. Well, no wonder. It's kind of difficult when all these parasites are clinging to you, when all these barnacles are on your boat, when you're not sliding through the water very good because you're so cluttered up with these things, you know. You're not sailing on smooth waters because, wow, you got all these things attached, slowing you down. See, you're wounded and you're surrounded by evil scavengers and vultures and spirits attempting to devour you. You know, these vulture demon spirits attached to you, these scavenger spirits, you know, uh, they're just attempting to continue to keep you this way, continue to keep you wounded, continue to keep you in bondage to them. See, you're under major attack and sometimes don't even know it. You know, a lot of people don't even know what's going on. They don't have a clue to how difficult it is, you know, why it's that difficult, why these things are happening to you, why these things are happening to me, why, 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 you know. We're living through life, and, and then we got all these things going on, and, and we don't even understand why sometimes. That's why, you know, the Scripture tells us something that, you know, in Second Corinthians 2.11, it tells us, lest Satan should get an advantage of us. For we're not ignorant of his devices. But the problem is most people are ignorant of his devices. That's why you listen to Omega Man Radio, so you're not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. We're learning. We're growing. And we're learning about the enemy so we can put a stop to this foolishness that the enemy is trying to bring on our lives. This garbage that he's poured out on us. We're going to clean this garbage out. (laughs) We're going to get rid of it. Amen? We're going to get rid of this stuff. We don't need it. We don't want it. But we have a commission from God to know our enemy. If we don't know his tactics, then the Bible says he's he's going to get an advantage over us. And you think that the enemy has any advantages in churches today? You think the enemy has an advantage over a lot of Christians today? Hello, I'll tell you what, he sure does. I see it all the time. 
He's got an advantage. You know, there are churches today that say, well, we don't want to even talk about the devil. We don't even want to mention demons in the church. But but to mention them, you know, we, we don't want to give the enemy any place here. You know, by mentioning them, we give him place. Well, that's not what the Scripture says at all. That's not what it teaches. It says we're not ignorant of his devices. Well, how do you not be ignorant? Well, you have to talk about it. You have to learn about him. You have to discuss his tactics and the way he works and expose it. You know, darkness doesn't want to be exposed. That's why people get mad when you talk about demons and deliverance so many times. Because they don't want to they don't want to hear about that. They don't want that exposed because of what's in them. What's in them is afraid someone might cast me out. Someone might command me to go in Jesus' name, and I would have to come out of my comfortable little place here where I'm doing my damage and wrecking this person's life and messing with them all the time. I might have to leave my little comfortable place that I'm living in, which is my house, by the way, you know. Well, it's not your house. We can serve you notice tonight. You're going to come out. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to come out. You're just a liar. You're a deceived, uh, a deceived deceiver. You think they belong to you? Uh-uh. No, you don't. You tell that to those spirit folks. You got to tell them, no, you're coming out. You, I don't belong to you. You know, you're deceived, devil. You're deceived by your own deceptions because you're coming out. That's right. You got to let them know. Let them know the way it's going to be, that they're not going to be allowed to stay there. That wound is not going to be able to stay. That rejection, that hurt, all of that is going to have to go tonight. Amen? going to have to go tonight. You don't want it. So if we don't know the way that he operates, then he will deceive us and cause us to waste our lives away. And you think, well, hey, I'm a mature Christian. I don't need this. I'm a mature Christian. Hello, you better wake up. You know, they thought they were mature in, in Luke. Let's, let's, go, let's go read Luke 9. You know, the disciples were with Jesus and, and people were rejecting Jesus and, and these disciples they, they were so thought they were so mature. They they thought they were really following God and, and this is what Jesus tell them when they when they said what they said here in Luke nine fifty four. And when his disciples James and John saw this, they saw that they didn't receive Jesus, in other words, uh they said, Lord Wilt thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, even as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them. This Jesus, he turned and rebuked them and said, You know not what manner of spirit you're of, for the Son of Man has not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. He's come to deliver men, right? But they thought they were. They thought they were following God. They thought they were mature. James and John did. And Jesus said, You don't know what spirit you're operating under. This tells me, you know, this tells us something. We can really learn from this, I think. You know, this tells me that many Christians who think they're mature and even, you know, uh, even uh, well-known teachers in the church, you know, in the body of Christ today, and preachers, they have spirits. Hello, they have spirits. They're operating under spirits control. And Jesus would say, you know not what spirit you're of. You know not what spirit you're operating under. You're operating and living under the influence of a demon or a group of demons. And don't even know it. Don't even know it. So much of what people do is is demons and demonically influenced. And they don't even know it. Oh, man. What surprises we shall see when, uh, see, uh, uh, when Jesus comes. 
and he comes back, and we're with him. No wonder he says he's going to wipe away our tears because we're going to cry when we see the mess we've all lived under. You know, we're going to cry, we're going to weep, and we're going to say, wow, I never saw that. Man, wow. And then Jesus is going to wash away all our tears, and we're going to have that eternal joy and uh, be with him forever and ever. What a glorious day that's going to be. I'm looking forward to it. It's coming. Whether you're a baby in Christ or whether if you've walked with him for years, Okay, demonic influences and attacks will attempt to come and devour, devour no matter what level of maturity you're walking in. Okay, if you're just tuning in tonight, this is Pastor John Kyle from Billings, Montana. This is Omega Man Radio, and uh, we're just teaching on deliverance tonight. And for those who don't know me, I've been a pastor for 27 years and and have done deliverance for 26 years, and I've seen. Thousands of spirits come out under the people delivered from spirits who have seen uh, God do great things through the ministry of deliverance. And uh, our website is uh, theoasisplace.org, theoasisplace.org, and you can contact me through there, and uh, you'll find some good material on there, and, and we're still developing it and have made quite a few changes on it lately, but we've got a lot to do yet. Anyway... Uh just wanted to introduce myself to those of you who might not know who I am and say, where's Shannon tonight? Well, Brother Shannon's there, but uh, it's not coming through clearly tonight, so uh, I'm just sharing with you tonight, and uh, I believe God's going to set some people free because we're going to have a mass in a few minutes, mass deliverance, that is, coming out party, that is. <laughs> and so you get in on that tonight, and you can see some freedom and liberty in your life that maybe you never had before. Uh, yeah. That's right. It's available to you. Good thing. God thing. This is a God thing. Deliverance is a God thing. It's the thing that he wants to do today in people's lives. Set them free. All right? Well, if I don't know something, it can't hurt me. Well, that's a lie. Ignorance makes us immobile. It grounds us. You know, they have in, in flying, they have IFR pilots and VFR pilots, and some of them are both, of course, but a VFR pilot who doesn't know something, he can't fly. In bad weather, he's grounded. IFR, they can fly in all kinds of weather, you know. They can fly through the clouds, instrument-rated, in other words, or visual-rated pilots, okay? Those are the two kinds. Well, you know, ignorance makes us immobile. It grounds us because we don't know some things, and the enemy takes advantage of our ignorance. Ignorance works for the devil because it gives him the freedom to pursue and to conquer without even being noticed or even understood what's going on. I mean, many times people are under a major attack of Satan. They don't even know it. And they say, well, I wonder why everything's going so wrong. I wonder why everything's turning out so badly. I wonder why nothing's working out right. What's going on here? God is... And then we sometimes blame God. But it isn't God's fault at all. God, he doesn't come to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to bring life, and that more abundantly, says John 10.10. So if God isn't doing it, we know where it's coming from. Coming from the wicked one. And sometimes it comes from our own uh, mistakes that we make that we shouldn't have made. Okay? But many times that we made those mistakes because of the evil one in the first place, right? He had influence in our life. He set us up before we were born, you know, and he's been influenced us since we were a little child, and he set us up for that mistake so he could bring us into bondage. See, we don't know those things, you know, but we don't often think of those things. I mean, these are the things that happen. 
These, you know, we, we dig a pit and, and then we fall into it. We dig it ourselves because Satan set us up with little demons, you know, to cause us to dig that pit in the first place. And we fall into that pit and now we're in bondage, more, more bondage, you know. And and, and you, why do we end up this way? Surely it's God's fault. We're going to blame God. Let's blame God, you know. Might as well blame him. Can't blame anybody else. Let's blame God. No, 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 no. It's not God's fault. Not God's fault. God is a good God. He loves you with an everlasting love. He's a faithful God. Well, I wonder why things are breaking all the time. Why there's no money? Why my family's falling apart? Why I have strife all the time? Why I can't get along with anybody? Why people are mad at me? Why am I sick all the time? You know, there's so much fear in my life. Why am I fearful? Why why are my feelings always getting hurt? Well, I guess that's just life. No, that's not just life. That's an attack of enemy. That's an attack of the enemy. What's our title tonight? Winning when under siege. The church is under siege today. That's because they're not rising up and getting rid of the demons. They're not rising up and rebuking the devil. They're not rising up and doing spiritual warfare. Like I said before, life is spiritual warfare, folks. Life is spiritual warfare. Oh, I guess that's just life. No, that's not just life. That's the operation of the spirit of death there. That's the operation of death and demons. You know, this is what they're doing. This is not God. These are the things of darkness. And when you refuse to recognize your enemy, you become a prey to him. So you need to recognize the enemy. You need to identify his work. You need to know that he's working against you, and you put a stop to that through the name of Jesus, blood of Jesus, and the word of God, the mighty weapons of our warfare. He said, well, I couldn't have any demons in my life. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. Oh, yeah, you're a Christian, all right, but de- Christians have demons. You say, how can that be, Pat? Well, you have to understand body, soul, and spirit. Three parts, right? You have a body. You have a soul, which is your mind, will, and emotion. And that's in First uh, Thessalonians 5. It's, the, it's your whole body, your soul, your spirit. Okay, that's mentioned there in First Thessalonians chapter 5. And and so the uh, spirit is where Jesus lives. Your heart. You believe in your heart. Jesus comes and lives in your heart. No demon lives in there after you're born again. But they will camp around your heart to try to stop that beautiful river of living water flowing out of your belly, out of your heart. They'll try to dam up the river, dam up the flow of God into your life and out to others. Okay, But uh, they don't get in your spirit. They can't get in there. But you still have your body, which is your flesh, and your soul. Okay. And the Bible clearly says flesh and blood will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay? Flesh and blood are not going to inherit the kingdom of God. Why? They're polluted. We're going to get a new body. Okay? We're going to receive new. We're going to be made over new. So you got to understand that, uh, yeah, there are demons in there. Paul said, no good thing dwells in my flesh. No good thing dwells in my body. See? There's something there, and it ain't godly, okay? And it's spirits that need to be cast out of there. We need to clean it up, okay? Bring it into submission to the Spirit. You know, bring it into submission to our spirit and the Holy Spirit within our spirit, all right? So that we can see the fruit of the Spirit work through our spirit out into our lives, okay? Into our mind and into our, our, our every area of our life. That's what we want to see happen. So you have to understand body, soul, and spirit. Now you understand why a Christian can have spirits because, you know, only our spirit is sealed, okay, sealed with the Holy Spirit. He lives in there, but he doesn't seal our flesh. He doesn't seal our soul, okay? 
Just wanted to explain that for anybody who's listening first time tonight. Said, oh, I couldn't have a demon. Well, yeah, you can. And you do, most likely. Okay? I've never met anybody yet that didn't anyway. Let's put it that way. And so some of you are trying to live normal in the midst of an attack. And you just can't see or understand why you act the way you do. Or think the way you think. You think it's just your personality or your circumstances. No, it's demons in you and out of you operating there against you. Okay, That's why you act the way you do sometimes and why you say the things you do and think the way you think because you've been influenced by outside influence and, of course, sometimes inside influence too when they're attached to your personality. What they do, they wind themselves up in your personality. They uh, intertwine themselves in your personality and, and you think they're you. <laughs> yeah, you think that's you. That's why some people get a lot of deliverance. They say, well, who am I? That's because you got so much of what you used to be out of you because so much of what you used to be was nothing but demons and evil spirits working through you and in you. You see how that works? They intertwine within you, and you you think that it's part of you. So don't miss them when they go. Hello, they're bad. They're not good. But when they go, you don't, you don't want to long for them to come back because they will if you want them back. See, when we get them out, you want to keep them out. You don't want them back, right? When you get a spirit out of you, you don't want them to come back. So, hallelujah. <laughs> Excuse me. When you get that spirit out, don't miss it. Well, I don't know who I am anymore. I got rid of all that, and uh, I just don't. I, I feel empty. Well, yeah. Wouldn't the Bible say something about that? When you get it all clean and empty? Well, they can come back seven times worse when, when it's all clean and empty and you don't fill your house up. But my advice to you is, once you get those things out of there, you fill your house. Then they can't come back seven times worse. Not for a believer. can't come back seven times worse when you've cleaned up your house and filled it with the Word of God. It's when they find it empty and clean that they can come back that way. Notice it said when it's empty and clean, you know, they go and get seven more and come back and then you're in your worst state. Well, that's because it was empty. But you better not keep it empty. you got to fill it. you got to fill it with Jesus. you got to fill it with the Word of God. Fill it with the things of God. You know, read your Bible. Get it in, infused within to you. You know, have an infusion of the glory, an infusion of God's glory through His Word, because the Word is God. You know, that my Word is truth. I am the Word. You know, He says He is the, the Word. He is the way, the truth, the life. The Word of God is truth. So fill yourself with that, and you're not going to have to worry about seven times worse, because they can't get in there, because you, it's not empty. It's you know, it's no longer empty. He put something in there. Hallelujah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that in tonight. No, not every negative situation you face is evil spirits. Okay. But many times it is. If it's not, you know, if it's not uncontrolled fleshly things or persecution, which that's demons, of course, too, but it is the devourer, you know. And uh, the enemy comes to steal, kill, destroy. That's what he does, right? Now, just as natural soldiers, they train to defeat their enemy, we as soldiers of the cross, we need to train to defeat our enemy. Have you been doing any training lately? Hello? We're training tonight. We're training for reigning. We're training for victory. We're training for deliver. We're training to stay free and get free. You know, that, that's what we're training for tonight. And we're going to see it happen. You know, have faith in God, right? That's what the Scripture said. Have faith in God. Have the faith of God, see? We're walking in God's faith because God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. And it says that Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. 
So we're going to walk in the faith of God to defeat the enemy and cast those spirits out. They have to go. They have to go in Jesus' name. Right? You tell them right now. They have. You have to go. You have to go. Yep, that's right. You have to go. And don't argue with me because you're a liar. I won't receive your lies. Okay, First, first Timothy. I'm going to read a scripture to you, 118. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou buyest them might war a good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience, which some, having put aside, put away, concerning faith, have made shipwreck. See, you don't just wake up one day and all has grown bad. Okay? No, we must, the first time we sense something is wrong, we need to attack the enemy instead of ignoring it. You hear me? Attack the enemy. He said, this charge I commit to you, that thou mightest war, war, a good warfare. A good warfare. What kind of warfare is a good warfare? Is it a good warfare when the, when, uh, the enemy just overruns you and takes over and not wipes everybody out? Is that a good warfare? That's good for the enemy and good for you. <laughs> you know, a good warfare for you is the one that you overrun the enemy. You get him out of there. You take him prisoner. You cast him out of the land. And you take back everything that he's tried to steal. That's a good warfare, right? That's a good warfare, the one you win. And so that's the kind of warfare here that he's telling Timothy to fight. Fight a good warfare. That thou mightest war a good warfare, holding the faith and a good conscience. You know? So you can hold that faith. You can stand against the enemy. Okay? And you can win. Hallelujah. You can win. That's right. That's right. Even when under siege, you can learn to win and, and get yourself out of that siege that you've been under for so long, so much of your life. Matthew 18. I'm going to go over there and read another one here. Because if you don't uh, let go of some things in your life, though, you might not get free. In other words, you're holding on against somebody because of those hurts, because of those wounds, because of being abused and all these things have happened to you in your life. If you're holding something against somebody, you're not going to get free. Okay? You can't you can't hold on to it. Look, Matthew 18, 18 says, Truly I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say unto you that if two of you agree as touching anything uh, that they shall ask, it shall be done for them by my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Now, as we go on and we read here, we see here in verse 34, His Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors until he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do unto you, if you from your heart forgive not everyone his brother. They're trespasses, okay? So you see here we have the right to bind and loose. We have the right to command these things to be bound and loose ourselves from them, but we're not going to get them loose from them if we're holding out against our brothers, if we're holding out against somebody. If we don't forgive our brothers and sisters, then we won't be forgiven and delivered ourselves, okay? So, yeah, you, I'm, not, I'm not saying you have to move in with them or move back in with them. I'm not saying you have to make them your bosom buddy or your best friend or anything like that. All I'm saying is you just need to release them from that unforgiveness toward them, you know? Release them from that grudge you're holding toward them, see? Because deliverance is not going to work if you're allowing a grudge to continue to fester away in you and you're not letting go of it. If you're holding on to unforgiveness, look out, not healthy. Look out, not healthy. 
Look out, not healthy, okay? Verse 21, same chapter here. Let's, let's read it because we don't want to. We don't want to live in an unhealthy situation here. We want to get free, right? Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brothers sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? And Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Oh, boy. How can we do that? One day, seventy times seven? That just says we need to forgive always. That's right. You must forgive them if you want to be forgiven. You need to release them. They're just sinners like you were. And even if they are Christians, yeah, because Satan will use them just as much as he can, just as much. In fact, he'll try to use them more than unbelievers because who can hurt you the most? I'll tell you who I've been hurt the most by in life. Who do you think I've been hurt the most by? Unbelievers? People out there in the world that don't know any better? No. I've been hurt the most by Christians. That's right. I've been attacked the most by Christians, supposedly well-meaning Christians, right? Thinking they're doing God's service while attacking me, <laughs> by hurting me. You know, and you probably had the same experience, right? I, I remember we are pastoring in a city, and, and we, uh, this church found out we were doing deliverance, and they happened to own a radio station in that service, and they, you know, this particular group of people, Calvary Chapel, they began to attack our, us and what we were doing and preaching against deliverance on the radio. You know, you know, uh, uh, just because they knew we were doing delivery, just because they knew that what we were doing there, they found out about. It. Well, they decided, well, uh, we're going to do God a service, and we're going to we're going to attack that deliverance. We're going to run that down. Well, you know why they did that? Of course, they had demons, and they want to get all the people that are in that church, you know, not to believe. Well, you know that pastor who did that. Uh, eventually, his church grew a couple thousand, two, three thousand. I forget the numbers exactly, but it's in the thousands and. And then uh turned out he pushed his wife down the stairs and was abusing his wife and ended up, you know, being put out of the ministry. You know, and I, uh, so, you know, you got to be careful attacking deliverance. You got to be careful attacking, uh, you know, uh, Jesus' ministry of casting out devils. You got to be careful about that, okay? <laughs> Don't want to run around doing that. Not Not wise. No, no, no. Because Jesus did it. When he was walking the earth, what did he do? He cast demons out everywhere he went. See, you need to forgive. You know, I don't care what they've done to you. Release them. They're just sinners, right? Just like you were before you were born again. See, even if they're Christians, Satan is going to use them, right? That's where we're at. And remember, love covers what? The multitude of sins. Don't you want your sins covered? Okay, well then forgive them. Hate, anger, and unforgiveness just eats away at you until those demons actually will just live on your flesh and in your flesh, of course, when you need deliverance. And see, when you ignore a bad situation, it's going to continue to worsen. You ignore it, and you're going to have more spirits. You're going to have more spirits because you you just keep ignoring it. You won't deal with it. You won't get them out. And it's not going to get any better. You know, what hurts and wounds that you may ignore in your teens and 20s, they're going to really start showing up as what we've seen in people's lives uh, as, as cripplers. As they get into their 30s, 40s, and 50s and on, people are crippled by what, you know, oh, well, we won't deal with it in our 20s, and you seem like life is going on pretty good, you know. And then these things start to really start showing up as cripplers as the older they get. That's what we see. That's what we've seen so much, you know. Not to mention that they still cripple you in your 20s and your teens. You just don't see it as much a lot of times. Okay? 
but they're still there. They're still working. You can't ignore it. You're going to be miserable if you do. Okay, you got to get rid of these things. We need to build within us the ability of godly confrontation. You know, we need to build within us the ability of godly confrontation. And many times we're going to have to confront ourselves and face up to what may be in us. And we need to confront the demons that are attempting to influence our lives and to devour us. You done any confrontation lately? Well, let's confront them tonight. Okay? Let's confront them tonight. Let's get them out. See, evil plans are often stopped by an action uh, or a counteraction of good or God. Okay? And that's what we want. So we must confront, number one, we must confront our emotions. And number two, we need to confront our memories. See, uh, let's look at our emotions a minute. A sure sign of emotional attack is self-pity. Oh, I just feel so terrible. Oh, nobody loves me. Oh, nobody understands what I'm going through. Oh, I'm just so miserable. Oh, I wish my wife or my husband understood me. Oh, I wish they'd listen to me. You know, poor baby, you know, poor baby. That's the spirit of self-pity. And when self-pity becomes the basis from which we uh, view everything, then we're in the enemy's grip. Don't even know it sometimes, okay? We develop a victim mentality, which is what young America is rapidly adopting. We see so many today under the victim mentality. You're the victim. Oh, everybody's against you. Everybody's done you wrong. There's nothing wrong with you, though. It's just you've been a victim. Everybody else is doing you wrong. You know, And you don't want to face yourself and deal with what's in you, which is the spirits that are operating in you that are causing these things to happen to you in the first place. You need to repent for giving them place in your life. Father, forgive me for allowing these spirits to be in my life. Forgive me for giving the place to the sin that's allowed them there in the first place. Forgive me, Father. Cleanse me from it in Jesus' name. See, we need to do that. We need to admit it. Yeah, I guess it's my fault, you know. Duh. Instead of blaming everybody else. Oh, it's, it's my grandma's fault. You know? It may be that it's the spirits were in her too, but you need to face them in you. You need to confront them in yourself, right? They may have come from grandma, but you need to confront them in you. They may be generational spirits, but what about the ones that you let in? What about all the ones you let in when you were growing up? What about all the times that, you know, you gave place to sin, gave place to the devil, and he picked up a little uh, hold there in your life? So we need to confront our emotions. We need to confront this victim mentality. And quit blaming everybody else. It's my parents. It's the church. It's the school. It's my ex-wife. It's my ex-husband. It's the pastors. Grow up and shut up. Right? (laughs) We're a victim when self-pity rules. And no one likes us. And everyone is out to do us wrong. We're a victim and we need to deal, deal with that, face that, confront that, and say, hey, I need deliverance. Father, forgive me. I need deliverance. And when you're in this situation, anger can take over too. And we'll be ruled by anger. We'll be become mean or angry and, and hateful and unpleasant to be around. If we've been hurt and we refuse to obey the Word of God and forgive, uh-oh, bitterness can come in too. Are you bitter tonight? Well, I have every reason to be bitter. You don't know what happened to me. Well, yeah, we all have reason to be bitter, but you want to stay that way? You want to stay bitter? You want to let the enemy dominate your life? Then if anger dominates, then all you will do is bring forth strife. And then you're going to have strife. Strife is unpleasant. Strife in your marriage. Strife with your children. Strife at work. Strife with you, within yourself. Toward yourself. You know? Now let's look at our memories a minute. 
If the enemy can harass and torment your memory, he can paralyze you. You know, many people fall because of bad memories. They fall into all kinds of problems because of bad memories. I mean, the enemy knows just what and when to remind you. Oh, yeah, you remember? Yeah, oh, my, oh, yeah, oh, why did that have to come up? <laughs> you know, and then you start feeling terrible, and it gets worse. And before long, you're living in depression and discouragement, and you're down in the dumps. And, you know, the enemy knows just what to remind you of and when to do it and how to do it. And you'll end up making the decisions of life based upon memories of hurt, fear, rejection, instead of rather than the Word of God. And then you'll make more mistakes and more mistakes and you'll make the wrong decisions and on and on that cycle goes. And you'll wonder, why am I in this problem? Well, it's because of demons. It's because, you know, you've let things get in there and stay in there that need to be released and delivered from, right? A tormented memory suspects evil in everyone. Well, they're out to get me. I know they are. I know they're talking about me behind my back. I know they are. I just, I'm just sure of it. <laughs> so what can we do? Well, number one, we need to forgive and release those who have hurt us. If your father rejected you, your mother rejected you, your mother was mean, forgive her. Father, I release my mother. I release my father. I forgive him. By an act of my will, I choose to. And number two, we need to command tormenting spirits out of our memories and emotions. Get out of my emotion. Get out of my memory. Come out of there. We cast you out of there. Number three, we need to find scriptures to help you and to combat the attack. Remember, whatever attack you face, there is a cure in the Word of God. There is an opposite in the Word of God to build you up, right, and to use against the enemy. And number four, we need to use the spiritual weapons, okay, binding and loosing. What did we just read? Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. In other words, you have been given the keys of the kingdom of God to use. Use spiritual weapons, the blood of Jesus, the word of God. Rebuke the enemy. Use your weapons, okay? Number five, keep the sin out of your life. Keep the sin out of your life. If you like pornography, don't go where, you know, don't go turning on the internet, you know. Don't, don't go turning it on unsupervised or un, unchecked there, you know, because, hey, you'll be going to that site you shouldn't go to, whatever, whatever, you know. Don't go to the adult bookstore if you if you've had a problem with pornography. Stay away from it. Drive or if you have to drive five blocks out of the way to stay away from it. Because what does the Bible say? It says flee fornication, flee fornication, flee, run from it, flee, 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 flee. In other words, once you get yourself opened up to it, you're going to probably do it. In other words, if you put yourself in an atmosphere where you can do it, you probably do it. Right? If you if you're trying to quit spending on a credit card, then you need to stay away from the mall. <laughs> you know, I mean, because you're going into the very den of Satan when you go to the mall because that's for you. I'm not saying it is for everybody, but I'm saying because that's where you charge up on your credit card. Stay away from Walmart. Stay away from, you know, <laughs> you know, that's what you hear what I'm saying. I'm not saying the place is necessarily bad, but it's bad for you because it's where you go into bondage at. And, of course, get rid of those spirits of impulse spending, you know, or debt or whatever it may be that's calling you to charge up that credit card, charge up that credit card, you know, get yourself in financial bondage. You know, so it may be another area, you know, maybe it's a, where you uh, have a problem with gluttony, overeating. Well, please don't go to, you know, what do you call it, Sizzler or uh, those places that have the big buffets, or, you know, <laughs> 
going to those places where you can just eat all you can eat. I mean, go to a restaurant where they put it on the plate in front of you, one serving only. Don't go where you can go back as many times as you want. You just entered the den of iniquity. You just entered the den of Satan, the snakes there, because <laughs> you know that you're weak in that area, and you just set yourself up to fail. If you're trying to be on a diet, you can't be on a diet and go to one of those buffets. You know? <laughs> you got to use a little spiritual sense here. you got to use some wisdom. You don't set yourself up to fail. You know, and that's what you're doing. See, yeah, the enemy, he may be behind it putting those thoughts in your head, but you're giving place to him by going to the places where you know that you're going to be weak because that's your weakness. That's where you have a spiritual battle going on. Okay? Hey, I'm just trying to help here. Just trying to share with you some things that are wise here. Okay? We need good, good godly counsel, and uh, that's godly counsel. Number six, forget the past. And press ahead to the future. Oh, that's that's easier said than done for a lot of people. Remember, the future doesn't have to be tormented and tainted by the past. That doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be. No, no, no. You can have a new future. You can have a different future. As you get deliverance, you're going to see things change in your life. You're going to see things be different. So your future can be different. I'll read a scripture to you, Isaiah 43:18. Remember ye not the former things. Excuse me. Neither consider the things of old. Behold, I'll do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and, and rivers in the desert. Hey, there's a word for you tonight. Right? Don't even consider the things of old. Don't consider those demons that used to be in your life. Right? Once you get out of them, once they get out of you, you know, don't keep considering it. Don't keep dwelling on Boy, well, I sure enjoyed that spirit of lust. No. <laughs> Come on, that thing's gone. You don't want it anymore. Don't even consider it anymore. Neither consider the things of old. Remember ye not the former thing. Boy, I used to go to that porno shop all the time. <laughs> Come on. You don't dwell on it. Don't even bring it up anymore. You're free. Once that spirit is gone, you don't have to be thinking on it because you'll give it an open door to attack you again if you're thinking longingly for it or think, dreaming about that woman you used to be with or that man you used to be with. Boy, it said, it said, don't even consider the things of old. I'll do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I'll even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert for you. God wants to do a new thing in you. He wants to do a fresh thing, a work of God in your work of grace, a work of uh, of wonder, of miracles, of change. How many want to change? Oh, we don't like change. Yeah, but we need change, though. We all need change. We can't stay the same. We can't just sit here and stagnate. We have to get fresh in God. We've got to be full of God. We've got to get inspired by God. We've got to be full of the things of God. can't sit here and dry up and stagnate. Well, you know, I just like it this way. Well, why do you like it that way? What kind of demons have got you comfortable? Is that a religious devil in there that you need to get free from? Religious devils will keep you doing everything the same for the rest of your life, and nothing will ever change. you got to break free from those old religious devils, those old bondage devils that try to keep you from changing, try to keep you from getting free, try to tell you you can't have a demon and all that foolishness. All those doctrines of devils and doctrines of men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Philippians 3. Let's read another scripture. 3.13. Brethren, 
I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before me. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Okay, this is what we're, what we're doing today. We're pressing ahead. We're forgetting what lies behind. As you get delivered tonight, as those spirits leave you, and as some of you have already got some deliverance, and you're getting to get more tonight, okay? As these things happen, you've got to forget what lies behind. Don't keep dwelling on them. Don't keep thinking about them. It says forgetting those things, forgetting that spirit that ruled your life. Don't let it continually come up and long for it and want it back and think about it and Hey, wow, wonder what happened to old lust, or I wonder what happened to old greed, or I wonder what happened to, you know, that hurt feeling I had all the time. It's gone, and boy, I wonder what happened to it, you know. Well, it, it, it'll come back if you want it back. <laughs> but let's see a new thing happen. Okay, number seven, this is the last one here. Finally, finally be filled with strength, and that strength is the joy of the Lord. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength which is the very Lord's presence himself. That's the joy of the Lord. Be filled with him. Be filled with him. Be filled with Jesus. Fill your life with Jesus daily. This is not a one-time thing. This is a, you know, but be filled with the Spirit, it says. Be filled with the Spirit. Continually, that's speaking of. Continually be filled with the strength of God. Filled with the Spirit of God. See, this is important. We need the presence of Jesus in our lives. Don't miss out on the destiny that God has for you because of past hurts. You're called, chosen, and selected by God. Yet not all fulfill their calling because it's up to you. See? How many of you have distressing hurts in you tonight? You want to deal with them this day? We're going to go ahead and do some ministry now. We've been going on now for about an hour, almost, not quite, but, you know, talking about hurts and woundings and things that we need to let go of in life that are... You know, troubling us, holding us back. Well, we're going to do some time of ministry. We're going to get rid of some of this stuff now. You ready to do that? Hey, it's time. It's time. Tell those spirits, it's time for you to go. <laughs> it's time for you to go tonight. It's time for you to leave me. I don't want you anymore. Okay, let's begin. A, let's go ahead and have a time of deliverance now and get rid of some of this stuff. You all ready? I'm ready. I'm ready to go after these uh, characters here and get them out. Okay, get them out of your lives and get them out. You know, pull out those strongholds, pull down those strongholds, cast them out. Let's get them out. Let's pray this prayer with me. But first of all, if you're not born again, uh, you don't have Jesus in your heart, it's, it's time. Time for you to get saved. Time for you to ask Jesus into your heart. Time for you to have a new relationship with God. So why don't you take a minute and do that. If you're not born again, if you don't have Jesus in your heart, and you're not sure that you're going to be with Jesus forever and ever throughout all eternity tonight, let's make sure by you believing on him, by you asking him into your heart, by you asking him to be your Lord and Savior and King and Redeemer and Deliverer and everything. Okay? So how do I do that? Well, you got to say that you believe he's God. Okay? So first, just pray this prayer with me. Why don't you do the, the, just pray this prayer? This is a simple way to do it. Just say, Jesus, I believe you're God. I believe you died on the cross for me 2,000 years ago. And I believe that you shed your blood to wash my sins away. Father, I repent for my sins. Forgive me for my sins. Wash me in your blood tonight. I give you my life. From this day forward, I belong to you, Jesus. I'm trusting you for my Savior and Lord, to be my Savior and Lord. I'm trusting you. 
to take my life and let it be yours from this day forward. Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you for saving me. Okay, that's simple. That's simple. Welcome to the kingdom of God. So if you've prayed that prayer, you believe in, in your heart. And you've prayed it out loud with your mouth. And you're born again. You're saved. You're going to be with Jesus for all eternity. Hallelujah. And now you're a candidate for deliverance, a candidate for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. With your prayer language, you can receive all that. So we're going to do some deliverance now. Okay, we're back, taking off here where we left off. Let's, let's deal with these areas tonight of woundings, of hurts, and Oh, there's just so much of this, so much of this in the, in people today. They've been so hurt, and, and I know the the heart of Jesus. He just it just uh, loves all of you so much, so much. You you don't know how much you're loved by Him. I tell you, it's just it's beyond all that we could think or ask. I mean, it's just His love is so big that we our concept of it is so small, you know. His love is so big. He loves you so much. He wants you free so much more than. Even you want yourself to be free. And he loves you more than we can even imagine because he loved us with a perfect, unfailing, everlasting love. And so tonight, let's go ahead and, and receive that love, and then we can receive that deliverance as well tonight. Would you pray this prayer with me? Say, in the name of Jesus, I cast every spirit out of me that is not the Spirit of God. I command you to go in Jesus' name. I cover myself and my family with the blood of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that you're my deliverer. I break every curse over me, both inherited and word spoken. And I command the spirits that enforce that curse on me to leave me now in Jesus' name. All right, now I'm going to start calling out some spirits that come out generally through your mouth. You yawn, sigh, burp, cough, breathe them out. Uh, sometimes your skin will get hot, tingle. They come out through your skin also. You'll feel tingling in your skin. You'll feel burning in your skin as they come out that way. Sometimes you'll cry. They come out in your tears. Uh, again, sometimes it's just a simple breathing them out. Other times you may scream them out. Other times there'll be a lot of phlegm coming up from your throat. Uh, sometimes you just yawn real big as they come out. Okay, these are all just common ways that spirits come out. Okay, I remember I was ministering deliverance to a man, and I saw the spirit. The Lord opened my eyes, and I saw the thing. It looked like the face of a stingray. All the bottom of it was all teeth, and it had hands and feet, and an angel was pulling that thing out of the person, you know, pulling it up out of there, you know. And so uh, it can it can manifest in, in, in a number of ways. But I believe there will be some type of manifestation so that you know that you've been free. Okay? It might just be a simple breathing it out or it might be a feeling of great peace. You know, uh, a brother came in asking for deliverance. He got real hot and sweat poured off of him. His hands gnarled up and he couldn't move them. And yet when the spirits left, he, he just calmed down and, and relaxed. His hands relaxed and... and uh, he had peace, okay? So there will be fruit of deliverance tonight. You're going to have fruit. You're going to feel peace. You're going to sense the freedom as you get these things out of you. All right? Okay. So let's go ahead and get into this now, this area of all these hurts, these wounds, okay, all these things that have happened in your life. 
Let's let's start dealing with that. Let's deal with that self pity first. Self pity, you come out of there, 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 out of there. Come up out of there in the name of Jesus. We break that curse of self pity. Poor me, spirit, come out of there. Come out of there right now. All that self pity. All that self pity. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. Come on, all self pity spirits have to go by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Come out, self pity. Come out, self-pity. We're talking to you up and out of there, up and out of there by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, all that self-pity, all that inferiority, too, all that thing that beats you down, makes you feel inferior to others because of all you've been through in life, all that inferiority. Come out, 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 in Jesus' name, by the blood of Jesus. All that inferiority, come out. Come out by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Come up out of there. All that inferiority, go. Go by the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Everybody cough two times. <laughs> Let it get out of there. Let it get out of there. It helps get them moving. Come on. Because they're stubborn. They don't like to go. They don't want to give you up, but they have to because they're being commanded out. See? Take a deep breath. <sighs> Let it out. All the way out. All that inferiority. All that loneliness. Feeling all alone in life. Feeling like everybody's abandoning you. Feeling lonely. Come out. All that loneliness. Come out, out, out. Out, 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 all the way out. All that loneliness, come out. All that loneliness, come out. Come out, come out, come out. Come out. Come out, come out, come out, come out, come out, 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 out. All the way up out of there. Go, 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 go. By the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. All that loneliness, come out. Come out, all that feeling alone, feeling all alone in life, feeling like there's nobody for you, nobody there standing with you, all that loneliness. Go, 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 go. Out, 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 out. All the way out by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. All the way out. All the way out. Feeling inadequate. That inadequate spirit tells you you're inadequate. You'll never amount to anything. You're just inadequate. You're just you're just weak and don't have what it takes. You're inadequate. Come out of there. Inadequacy. Come on. All that inadequacy spirit. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. 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 Out of there. All that inadequate, come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. Come on, we break that curse. We break that curse. People spoke over you, tell you that you was inadequate. Tell, telling you that you were inadequate. You're a liar. You're a liar from the pits of hell. You come out of there. Come on, up and out of there, up and out of there, up and out of there. Now, go, 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 go. Go by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Come on, all the way out, 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 in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the mighty warring angels. Send them into battle right now to pull those spirits up out. Pull them spirits up out of people right now. Yes, you have to go. You have to go. Yes, you do right now. Up and out of there. All that inadequacy, all that insecurity, feeling insecure, feeling, well, I don't know. Does God really love me? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm really accepted in the beloved or not, accepted by him or not. All that insecurity, never feeling like you're really a part of God, that you're really in the family. All that insecurity. Come out. Come on. See, these things happen through hurts and rejections. Come out. All that insecurity. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out, insecurity. We break that curse of insecurity. Come out. Yes, you will. All the way, all the way up out of there. Don't get stuck in their throat. Don't get stuck in their neck. You come out of there. All that insecurity. Out, 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 out. Up and out of there. Up and out of there. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. Come out of there in the name of Jesus. Come out of there in the name of Jesus. 
all the way out. Keep coming out. Come on, all that all that insecurity. Come on, all the way out. All that rejection spirit, feeling rejected, that spirit of rejection. We break that curse of rejection. Man, that rejection to come up out of there right now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I used to have that rejection myself. I used to have that spirit in me. Okay, it came out of me, if I, and I was changed. I was different after that spirit left me. I yawned real big, and I've told it before, but I'll tell you again for the benefit of those who are listening tonight for the first time. Uh, I had a big yawn, and I saw that spirit. God opened my eyes, showed me what it looked like. It was a big old ugly worm, and it was that spirit of rejection. It came out of me, and after that, I felt uh, I felt loved. I was able to receive love. I was able to sense that I was loved by my wife and by others. See, and and that's what's going to happen to you, too. You get this spirit out of you. You're going to be able to receive love. You're going to be able to uh, know that you're loved. All that rejection come up out of there. Come on. You'll be able to know the love of Jesus in your life more. It'll come more and more and more. The more you get delivered, the more you get things out, the more you get healed of this stuff, you're going to sense God's love like you never had before. Come out of there, rejection, all the way out. Out, 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 out. By the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, come up out of there. Everybody cough. All the way out. A couple times. A couple more. All the way out. Let it out. Come on, take a deep breath. All the way up out of there. All the way up out of there. Come out of there. Come on, up out of there. All that rejection. All that rejection. All that self-rejection where you reject yourself. I don't like myself. All the way out. All that rejection. All that rejection. Come out. All that self-rejection. Come out. Come out. Out, 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 All the way out. Come on. All that rejection. All that self-rejection. Come out, 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 out. All the way out by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. Come on. Keep coming. Keep coming. Come on. Keep coming. Keep coming out. You have to go, every one of you. You're defeated. Keep coming out. Keep coming out. All the way out. All the way out. Come on. All that rejection, self-rejection. All that failure spirit, you come out. Oh, I'm such a failure. I just fail at everything. Well, we break that curse right now. You're not a failure. God doesn't call you no failure. He called you his son or his daughter. Excuse me. You come up out of there. All the way out. Come on. All the way up out of there. All that failure spirit. Come out. You're not a failure. Come out. You're a liar. Come out. Come on. All the way out. Come on. All that spirit of failure. All that spirit of failure that's lying to you and telling you you're a failure. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. All the way out. Come on, failure, come out. Come out, failure, come out. Come out, failure, come out. Come out, 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 come out. By the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, failure, come out. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. All the way out. All that failure. All that failure. All that fear of man, bring us a snare, being afraid of man because you've been hurt so bad. You know, you've retreated into yourself, that withdrawal, too. You come out, all that withdrawal, just withdrawing into yourself because you've been hurt so bad. All that withdrawal, all that fear of man, come out, 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 all the way out, all the way up out of there. Come on, all withdrawal, all that fear of man, you come up out of there by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, you have to go. You have to go. Come on. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. Keep coming out. Come on. By the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. All the way out. All the way out. Come on. All that withdrawal. 
all that withdrawal, wanting to hide, wanting to escapism, you come out of there. All that escapism, come out. Come out. Come out, 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 out. All that escapism, all that withdrawal, all that fear of man, fear of disappointment, fear of being disappointed. Come on, all the way out, all the way out, all the way out. Come out of there. Come on, all the way out, up and out of there, up and out of there, all the way out by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. All that despair, too. All that despair, feeling just in this desperation and despair, feeling down because of all the hurt, come out of there. Come on, all those hurt spirits, come out with despair. All that despair, all that hurt, come out, 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 all the way out, all the way out by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, come out of there. All that despair, all that hurt, come out, come out, come out, come out, come on, hurt by father, hurt by mother. Heard by relatives, come out, 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 out of there. All the way up out of there. Go, go in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name by the blood of Jesus. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. You have to go. You can't stay in there. You're a liar. You can't stay in there. You have to go. Come on, all that hurt. All that hurt, go. All that hurt by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. You have to go. You have to go. Come on, up and out of there. Up and out of there, all that hurt, all that hurt, all that despondency, come out, despondent spirit, come out, come out, moodiness, come out, all that moodiness, got all these mood swings, mood because of the hurt, because of the pain in there, all the pain, come on, let go of that pain, you got to let go of it, it'll stay if you don't let go of it, say, I let go of my pain, say it, say it, say it, I let go of the pain, I let go of this pain, yeah, that weakens it. That that weakens it. It has to come out now. Come out, pain. All that pain, come up out of there right now by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. All that pain has to go. All that pain has to go. The blood of Jesus is against you, pain. You have to go in Jesus' name. Keep coming out. Keep coming out. Keep coming out. Come on, all that pain, all that mental, emotional pain, come out of there. Come out of there. All that mental and emotional pain, come out, pain. Come out, pain. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. All that pain has to go. All that emotional pain. All that emotional pain. Come out of there. Come out of there. Come on. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. Come on. Emotional pain. Despair. Despondency. Discouragement. Come on. All that discouragement. Come out of there. Being discouraged. I bind discouragement. You come out. All that discouragement. Come on. Breathe it out. All the way. Come on. All the way out, up and out, up and out. Come on, you're not going to get stuck in there. you got to come all the way out, all the way. Yes, you will, all the way out. You are defeated. You are defeated. You are defeated. All the way out, discouragement, go. All the way out, we're talking to you, demon. Come on, by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, go, go, go. All that defeated, feeling defeated in life, feeling like you're just all defeated. You can't seem to come out of defeat. Always everything that happens, you feel defeated in it. Come out. We break that defeatism. Come out. We break that defeatism curse. All that defeat, come out. Come on. All that defeat, you have to go by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Come out. Come out. All that hopelessness, just plain feeling hopeless. 
feeling hopeless. Just, I don't have any hope left. I just wish I had hope, but I don't have any hope. I just feel hopeless. You come out of there, all that hopeless spirit. We break the curse of hopelessness. Come out of there, hopeless spirit. All that hopelessness, come out. All the way out. We break that curse of feeling hopeless. Break that curse of feeling hopeless. All the way out. Out, 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 out of Jesus' name. All the way out. By the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, all that hopelessness, come out. All that hopelessness, we break your hold, we break your curses. Come on, all that hopelessness has to go in Jesus' name. All that hopelessness, come out. All that suicidal, uh, I just wish I could just die. I want to kill myself. I'm, I'm tired of living. I'm not no good anymore. I just got to die. You know, Liars, liar, lying demon. Come on, just a lying demon. You're not going to die. You don't need to die. You need to live and let Christ live in you. And live his his life through you. Remember, you don't live for him, you live from him. You gotta learn to live from Jesus, from his power, from his grace, from his presence in your life. You know, that's what, that's the way to live. You know, you're doing it, you're doing it. If I'm gonna live for God, then guess who's doing it? It ain't Jesus, it's me. I'm doing it. See? Can't live that way. That's not victorious living, that's defeated living. That's you doing it. So we wanna let Jesus live through us. We wanna submit ourselves. Remember what we are. You're a vessel. That's right. What's a vessel to be done with? You know, what do you do with a vessel? Well, just use it as a cup. What's a cup? What's good as a cup? You know, it's good to be filled with something. You know, it's, it's for what it contains that its purpose is here for. And see, we're here for what we contain. We can contain Jesus. We can be filled up with Jesus. We can filled up with the power of God. We get these demons out and we hold more of God in our life. More of his presence would flow out of our heart into our lives and we can manifest more of Jesus. So come out of there. Come out of there. Come on, all the way out. All that hopelessness, all that suicidal spirit, all that death wish, wanting to die, you come out of there. Come on, all those death spirits wanting to kill you, wanting to mess your life up, come out of there. Come out of the finances of people. Come out of their finances. All the spirit of poverty. We break that curse of poverty right now. Come out of their poverty. Come out of their death, death to the finances, death that's working against all your possessions, all that death working against your marriage, working against your family, working against you finding a, a marriage, finding a wife or a husband. Come on, all that death spirit. We break a curse of death over you. All that death in the mind, death in the body, death in your walk with God. All that death, we command it to go. Come out, 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 out. All the way out, all that death, come out, 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 come out of there, all the way out, all that death spirit, you have to go, all that destruction spirit, trying to destroy you, that destruction, self-destructive spirit, come out of there, all that destruction, we break that curse of destruction, self-destruction and destruction over your life, you come out of there, this destroys everything you put your hand to do lately it's just like wow everything's being destroyed not getting better it's getting worse we command that destruction to come out of there right now come on all that destruction come out 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 all the way out all the way out by the blood of jesus the name of jesus the blood of jesus you come out of there all the way out all that destructive spirit, come out. We break that. All that self-hatred, you come out. Come on, self-hatred. Hating yourself. Oh, I just can't stand myself. I just hate myself. Well, you get your mirror out. Get your mirror out. Come on. Get it. Get a, get a little mirror. Put it in front of you. Say, uh, whatever your name is, say, I love you. 
John, that's my name, John Kyle, Pastor John Kyle, you know, and uh, so just get your mirror out, say, I love you, John, or I love you, Betty, or I love you, Sam, or whatever your name is, I love you, I love you, look at yourself, say, I love you, Jesus loves me, I'm precious to him, he loves me, he accepts me, I'm accepted in the beloved, I'm his chosen child, I'm a king and a priest, start talking to yourself now. Yeah, especially you have these spirits, these kind of spirits, you know, they don't want you doing that. They want you to beat yourself down. They want you to hate yourself. They want you to think you're a dog, you know. They want you to think that you're just nobody, you're nothing. See, will you get that mirror out? I told you to do that last week. I'll tell you again. Get that mirror out. Begin to look at yourself. Begin to say, you are precious to Jesus, and I love you, and he loves you, and you're the child of God. You're born again from above. Yeah, you're precious. You're so precious to Jesus. He loves you with an everlasting love. Come on, tell it tell it to yourself. Come on, get that mirror, put it in front of your face and do it. Come on, come on. Yeah, you might feel stupid doing it, but it doesn't matter what you feel like because you're defeating the enemy. You're breaking his grips on your life. You're breaking his strongholds over you because you are precious. You're not telling yourself a lie. You're telling yourself a truth. See, the devil's been lying to you and telling you nothing, that you're a dirty dog, that you're just, you're just a black sheep failure, you know, that you're never going to amount to anything. See, these are lies. This is the lie. The truth is that you're loved of Jesus, that you're precious to Jesus, that you're, you're his chosen one, you know, you're his called out one. You're a king and a priest. You're chosen by God. You're accepted in his beloved. You're engraven on the palm of his hand. You're more than a conqueror through him that loves you. See, start speaking those things over yourself to yourself. All right? That breaks the power of the enemy. That breaks his little grip on your life. See? Hallelujah. 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 Come on. All the way out. All the way out. All that self-hatred. Come out, 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 out. All that meanness. Made you mean. Come out, 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 Jesus' name, by the blood of Jesus, come out of there. 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 All the way out. All the way out. All the way up out of there. All the way up out of there. All the way up out of there. Come on, all the way out. All the way out. All that dread spirit, just dreading the next day, dreading life, dreading everything, just feeling a sense of dread about everything. You come out of there, that spirit of dread. Dreadful, dread spirit, dreading life, dreading the next day, dreading your next moment. Come out. All that dread spirit. We break the curse of dread. That dread, you come out. All that dread. Gloom, feeling gloomy all the time, feeling beat down and gloom, feeling gloom. My life is so gloomy. You come out of there, all that gloom. You're a liar. Come out, gloom. Come out, gloom. Come out, come out, 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 out. All that gloom, all that gloom, you have to go. Come out. We break that gloomy spirit off of your head, out of your head. Come out of there. Come out of there. Surrounded by a cloud of gloom, we break that cloud of gloom off of you. Come out, gloom. Come out, gloom. Come out, gloom. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out in the name of Jesus. Everybody cough. (coughs) All the way out. (coughs) All the way out. Come on. All that gloom, go. All that gloom, go. Come on. All that gloom. Feeling all doomed and gloom, come out. All that doom and gloom over your mind, come out. Come out of your mind. Come out of your mind by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Have to go. You have to go. Yes, you do. You have to go. You're listening to Omega Man Radio tonight. This is Pastor John Cobb, Billings, Montana. We are having a mass deliverance tonight, and we're getting a, a mass results here tonight. We're seeing people set free from different spirits in their lives, and uh 
Brother Shannon uh, wasn't able to make a good connection tonight. And so uh, I'm just here sharing what Jesus put on my heart for you tonight. And we look forward to Brother Shannon coming back and being with us, too. Uh, and we love it, appreciate him, and appreciate what he's doing with Omega Man Radio and getting the word out about deliverance. Hallelujah, because I've never met a person yet who didn't need deliverance. So uh, it's a children's bread. It's for every Christian that wants it and every to-be Christian that would like to get in on it. All right? That yet-to-be Christian that would like to get in on it that can become a Christian. Hallelujah. It's for everybody who wants it. So uh just wanted to tell you who I am. I have a website, theoasisplace.org. TheOasisPlace.org. If you'd like to visit there, contact me through the email or whatever. Uh, we have a store on there with a lot of different delivered tapes and teachings that you can get and listen to anytime you want. And uh, you get deliverance through listening to them, and, and you have spirits come out. People have told me they listen to them and get spirits out. I've even listened to my own deliverance, mass deliverance, and seen spirits come out of me. Hallelujah. So uh, go ahead and, and support uh, the ministry. Support Omega Man if you'd like, and, and support our ministry if you'd like. We'd appreciate it. And uh, We're here to just bless you tonight. Now I want to share some more before we do a little more deliverance tonight. I'd like to share some on shame, though. That's my other thought tonight to, that I feel I should share with you because I know there's been people out there who suffered shame in their life, and they're suffering shame to this day. And shame manifests in many ways. But I want to share a little bit about shame. Let's talk about it for a little bit, okay? Many beloved ones are suffering and needlessly suffering in life because of various kinds of shame. It has many aspects or many heads, you know, just like... Uh, uh, a spider has many many legs. Well, shame has many legs too. It has many tentacles. Okay, and there are many kinds of shame. It manifests in many ways, and it has many aspects or heads, and it's very crippling. Shame can come from an offense. It can come from a sin consciousness, being conscious of all your faults and all your failures and all that's wrong with you and all you've done wrong in life. Hello, welcome to the human race, right? <laughs> we've all done things we wish we hadn't have done, and we've all suffered needlessly in life, and, well, it's just horrible, okay? Life has been rough on a lot of us. But shame can come from a sin consciousness. It can come from an injured reputation. It can come from being hurt like we've been talking about. It can come from pride. It can come from guilt. Shame also could be the result of being dishonored or disgraced. Maybe your family dishonored you, disgraced you, cast you out, said you're a fanatic or something. Who knows what they said? I don't know, but they disgraced, dishonored you. Maybe you're a former spouse disgraced and dishonored you. Shame is intended to cripple, it's intended to paralyze you. It'll lead away on a person, destroying the person from the inside out. It'll erode a person's confidence and strength. What brings shame and how does it come? What are the results of shame? Let's look at it for a little bit. Let's let's look at shame tonight because we want to get you free tonight from shame. We want to see you free. We want to see liberty. Hallelujah. Liberty. That's what this program's about, setting the captives free. And the whole church has been captive by these spirits. The whole human race has been captive by spirits. And maybe they don't all have shame, but some of you tonight have shame. And so those of you who do, you need to get set free from this shame. Let's read a scripture, Psalm 335. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion of fools. So here, let's, let's look at some of, some of uh, shame and uh, how it does, how it comes, and 
What are the results of it? So foolish living can bring shame on you and your family. How many of you lived foolishly before you were a Christian? Well, you may have picked up some shame. It comes in through foolish living, it says. Okay? It says shame shall be the promotion of fools. In Proverbs 3.35, let's go to another one. See another one here. Foolish living brings shame. Next one is apathy. Laziness brings shame on us. That's Proverbs 10, uh, 5. Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the weak. Ooh, that's not the right one. Here it is, 5. I read verse 6. He that gathers in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causes shame. Okay? Apathy, laziness, sleeping. You know, during harvest, during a time of spiritual renewal, causes shame. Getting cold in the Lord, becoming lukewarm, that could be causing shame in your life. What's another one? Pride. He, uh, Proverbs 11.2, pride. When pride cometh, then cometh shame. See, when you have pride, you're going to have shame. But with the lowly is wisdom. So when you don't humble yourself, you're going to have shame. When you have pride, you have shame. Pride will bring a person to shame because God resists the proud. There will only come shame to the proud because they know it all. They know how to fix everyone else. But they don't need fixing. Uh Uh-oh. Shame. Shame. Coming on shame. There, see? Proverbs 13, 5. It's lying. Lying brings shame. Living a life of lies will bring shame. Right? Having lies. As a righteous man hateth lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and cometh to shame. Okay? Righteous people hate lying. Hate lying. Lying people who lie, who lie a lot will come to shame. Loathsome is disgusting behavior. That's what loathsome is. Disgusting behavior. Obnoxious behavior. It'll bring in shame. Obnoxious behavior will bring in shame. Getting drunk all the time will bring in shame. That's disgusting, obnoxious behavior. See? Proverbs thirteen eighteen, Proverbs thirteen eighteen, rebellion, rebellion, poverty and shame shall be to him that refuses instruction, but he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. In other words, you refuse to be corrected by the Lord, by His Word, and by the preaching of His Word. That's rebellion, and it brings shame. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuses, refuses to be instructed. So, what is your reaction to someone, you know, trying to teach you? Are you one of those who knows it all and refuses any guidance at all or any instruction? Do you always have to be right? Well, this causes shame and poverty. Proverbs 13.3. Proverbs 13.3. Big mouth. Uh-oh. Gossip. Uh-oh. <laughs> he that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Shall have destruction. Big mouth. Gossip. Cursing. You know. Unceasing talking, diarrhea of the mouth. Folks, we must guard our mouth because they can be a source of much trouble in our lives. Sexual sin. Oh, my, this is this is what a lot of people think of when they think of shame. Sexual sin and abuse, sexual abuse. Sexual abuse. I mean, this is, this is uh, rampant today. Verbal abuse, sexual abuse, child abuse, you know. Some of you have wounds from your childhood that you just carry it around, and it's and it's shame. The spirit of shame is there because of it, because of the abuse, because of the wrong treatment, because of the things that were done wrong to you. You're carrying around all this shame in your life, spirits of shame, and they, they trouble you, make you ashamed, and make you hold your head down. You can't seem to lift your head up. You can't seem to walk in, you know, confidence. 
and security in God. Isaiah 47.3 Thy nakedness shall be uncovered, yea, thy shame shall be seen. I will take vengeance and I will not meet thee as a man. And then another one here. Well, let's not read any more. Let me, because we, we're going to run out of time. So I'm going to move on with this shame here. Those who have eyes full of adultery shame themselves. Uncontrollable lust cause shame. Giving in to sexual sin causes shame. Being sexually abused, verbally abused causes shame. Enjoying sin for a season leaves a person weak and unable to cope. You know, Samson's a good example of this. His head was broken down and a serpent bit him. And bit him bad. Okay? You know what happens when you break down the head? Serpent bites you. So that Ecclesiastes ten eight. Okay? So yeah, he got bit and he lost his eyes, remember? He had his eyes gouged out. This could speak of losing your spiritual edge. When you have shame you lose your spiritual edge. You become carnal, you become an easy target for Satan. Nakedness causes shame. So people who run around naked they have a Christian nudist colony. Come on. That causes shame. People, you know, open themselves up to spirits. People who run around naked, people who moon people, causes shame. People who dress loosely, they dress loosely because they have shame. See? Let's go to another another scripture that I do want to read, though, tonight. is Genesis 3.10. Genesis 3.10. But, yeah, a lot of it is with, with sexual things that have happened. You were sexually abused. As a child, you were fondled. You were you were touched in areas that you shouldn't have been touched, you know, by people that shouldn't have touched you. You were sexually, you know, violated. And shame came in. You felt it was your fault that it happened to you. In fact, they may have told you it was your fault. You know, people manipulate with that. Uh, when they do sexual abuse and things like that, they, they know how to manipulate the little child, the little defenseless child. In Galatians 3.10, and he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Fear causes shame. Does something in your life scare you? Are you afraid? Someone might discover something about you? Spirits of shame whisper to you that you're a failure. Don't let everyone know what you're really like because they wouldn't like you. See, that's shame. That's you're shameful. See, that's a shameful spirit trying to keep you ashamed of yourself. You know, shame is a devourer. It's a devourer. We need to get it out of our lives. We need to get rid of that shame because it will it will devour you if you let it stay in there. It's it's just a devouring spirit. That shame because you're ever aware of it, and yeah, you may have times when you're not thinking about it, but it's ever there, ever there, causing a thorn in you, a thorn in your flesh, a thorn in your life ever there uh, harassing you beating you down devouring you away that shame you don't want it you don't want to keep it anymore let's get rid of it tonight let God heal you of it and deliver you of it tonight Jeremiah 3.24 it says for shame has devoured see it's a devourer it has devoured the labor of our fathers from our youth their flocks and their herds and their sons and their daughters see it's a devourer we lie down in our shame and our confusion covers us see people lie down in shame they live in shame for because of sin that have happened to them and their fathers and our youth even unto this day through disobedience shame 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 
It devours. It eats away on a person like a cancer. We need to get it out of our lives. It may even stem from a family curse which has produced an inheritance of shame on all its descendants. Shame can be the root of crippling fears. Shame devours confidence. It'll it'll seem the, the more one tries to overcome his shame, the deeper he sinks into shame. Shame will link often with pride to block any admission that one needs help. And yet, you're crying out underneath the pride, help me. And one may get angry at the suggestion that they need help because of pride. But the first step to victory, brothers and sisters, is to admit, I may have shame. Face the problem. Admit your need and say, hey, if I have it in me, I'm, I'm ready to get it out now. Shame, I want you out of me. You know, face it. Admit it. Father, forgive me. I want this shame out of me. See, if you could never please your father, then you have shame that it's beat you down and made you feel less than others because you sense failure. And failure brings shame. Failure always has shame with it. You know, you could have done better. You're a horrible son. You're a horrible daughter. You could have been better. You could have made better grades. You could have done better in school. You could have been better to me. You could have obeyed me better. You could have treated your sister better. You could have treated your brother better. You could have uh, helped me out more. You could have done more housework. You could have been a better football star or a better baseball. You could have played basketball. You could have, you could have, you could have, you should have, you could have, you should have, you could have. What's wrong with you? You know? Right? See what I'm talking about? Shame. Oh, I'm so ashamed of myself. Why couldn't I do better? What's wrong with me? Carrying a load of shame makes one face. Carrying a load of shame makes one fear game to be controlled by people with a controlling spirit. If you carry a load of shame, it makes you uh, uh, vulnerable to, to be controlled by people with a controlling spirit. There's plenty of people out there with those spirits, too. Plenty of them in the church. Plenty of them that like to be in control, okay? And sometimes people with a load of shame will try to do good works to rid themselves of that nagging feeling. Well, if, if I could just do better things, I could do good works, I could do good things, then I won't have this nagging feeling of shame. I won't be ashamed of myself. I won't sense this all the time. And yet it's still there. It doesn't go away because it's a demon and you have to cast demons out. You can't get rid of them by doing good works. You can't get rid of them by hoping they'll go away. You can't get rid of them by praying about it. You have to cast them out. Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, In my name you shall what? Cast out devils. You've got to cast it out. I said you've got to cast it out. You can't coddle it. You can't do good work to get rid of it. You can't pray, Oh God, please take this shame from me. No, it doesn't go that way. You've got to cast it out. See, people can pass this on to others by the saying, there's an old saying, you've probably heard it many times, shame on you. You ever had anybody say that to you? Shame on you. You know, well, it's a curse. And many parents spoke that over to children. They said, shame on you. <laughs> and and guess what? That spirit is waiting for the command, waiting for the opportunity, waiting for the uh, entrance point. Because that parent has authority. And when they say shame on you, guess what? That spirit says, ah, I have permission. That parent just gave you permission, gave me permission to go attached to that child. Shame on you. And so suddenly shame is there. 
Suddenly you're tormented with shame. Suddenly you are ashamed of yourself. Suddenly you have shame. Suddenly you think, well, you are a terrible child. Why couldn't you have done what Mama said? Why couldn't you have done what Daddy said? Why couldn't you have been the way they wanted you to be? See, this is a curse. People use it because instinctively we know it works. It is something that we could pray for our enemies. David prayed it for our enemies. For his enemies, right? Psalms 109.25, he prayed it for his enemies. Let's read it. Psalms 109.25. Let's go find that real quick. Psalms 109.25. Here we go. I became also a reproach unto them when they looked upon me. They shake their heads. They shake their heads. Okay? 35.4. Let's let's read that one too. Another one. Psalms 35.4. 35, 4. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Well, we could pray that over demons. They pray that to demons. Send that to the demons. Let them be confounded and put to shame. Let those demons of shame be confounded and put to shame and put out of my life. See? All right. Okay. All right. So, have you ever felt blocked and turned back each time you attempted to get ahead? You ever had that happen? Check for roots of shame in your life. Check for roots of shame, bewilderment, perplexity, and painful hurts are from shame. You feel bewildered. You feel perplexed. You feel painful hurts all the time. Many times they come from shame. Shame is like clothing which covers you and holds you back in life. It's like a clothing that you're clothed with and it's holding you back. It's like a sticky thing that sticks you to Failure. It sticks you to hold you back. It's like your all your your members are trying to move ahead, and yet you're stuck. You're stuck. You have sticky clothing that's holding you back, and your legs are moving, your arms are moving. And you're trying to move. You're trying to move ahead, trying to move, but that shame keeps holding you. That shame keeps gripping you. That shame keeps holding you back from moving ahead. It keeps you tormented, 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 troubled, bewildered, perplexed, in pain, guilty. Shame. So let's get free of shame tonight. Amen? Let's do it. Let's get rid of it. Are you for that? I'm for that. Amen. I don't receive shame. Don't want it. Not going to take it anymore. You have to leave me. That's the attitude we have to have. So let's get free of shame. Let's, number one, let's determine where it originated. Where did it originate? Did it come in from Mama when she said, shame on you all the time. Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. Daily cursing you. Or did it come from abuse? Were you sexually abused? Were you raped? Were you fondled? Did they blame you? Were your parents divorced and you blamed yourself? Even though it wasn't your fault? And did shame come from that? We need to break any ties, any family line curses, which may have been passed down to you, any ties with the family line curses. Break them, break them, break them, break them. In Jesus' name, any family line curses which may have been passed down to you. First, we determine where it originates. Then we break any family line curses. Then, if it is a godly shame, then we need to repent for our sins. Well, it shouldn't really be shame. It should be conviction, right? So if it's a conviction, we need to repent and get right with Jesus and live a godly and righteous and pure life. Quit living a shameful life, right? Repent. We need to break word curses. 
Break those curses mama said. Break them curses daddy said. Break them curses they said at work, that lady at work, or that man at work that said, shame on you. Aren't you sorry? Aren't you ashamed of yourself? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You Sorry, thanks. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You know? Ever had anybody tell you that? They cursed you. They cursed you. Well, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Are you, aren't you sorry? Aren't you sorry for what you did? Shame, shame, shame. Aren't you sorry? You horrible thing, aren't you sorry? See, these are people putting stuff on you. And don't put shame on other people either. Joseph refused to put Mary to public shame and ridicule. Remember when she was pregnant with Jesus? Don't sow shame and you're not going to reap shame. Don't sow it, you won't reap it. Don't you go around saying shame on you. (laughs) So don't put shame on others. Next one, get deliverance. The only way to truly purge shame out, get them out, cast them out. And then after you get them out, then we need to walk it out. Right? That goes for any kind of deliverance you get. You've got to walk out your deliverance. You've got to change your shame-filled ways of reacting and acting in life or whatever it may be. Change your lust-filled ways of acting and reacting. Whatever you were ruled by, whatever spirit you get out, you've got to change that area that you were living a certain way. Change your habit patterns, in other words. You know, the deliverance part is the easy part, folks. The, the walking it out is the difficult part. Yeah, we can cast the spirits out and they go and... But then you got to walk it out when they come tempting you again. you got to walk it out when they come and attack you again and say they want their house back. And you got to say, nope, you're not coming back. I'm free of you and I'm staying free, hallelujah. So walking it out. Change your way of reacting and acting. Fill it with the scripture. You were ruled by shame. Now let peace rule your life. Let godly confidence rule your life. Let the peace of God which passes understanding rule you in Christ Jesus. See? Got to get rid of that. Got to reject it. Got to move it out of there. Got to get rid of it. We don't want shame in our lives. Amen? We want to get free tonight. How many want to get free? If you want to get free, say, I want to get free. Now let's take some time and get rid of this shame stuff. Because there's a number of spirits that work with shame. There's sexual abuse, verbal abuse, parental abuse, spousal abuse. These are all spirits. They call shame. Okay? So we're going to get rid of shame tonight. You ready to get rid of shame? We're going to cast it out. Hallelujah. We're going to get rid of it. I'm ready to get rid of it. You ready to get rid of it? We're ready then. Let's get rid of all shame tonight. In Jesus' name. Just say, I command the spirit of shame to leave me now. In Jesus' name. Just say it. I command the spirits of shame to leave me now. In Jesus' name. All right. Come out of there, shame. All that spirit of shame. Come out, 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 out. All that shameful spirit, come out. All that shame. All that shame. You have to go in the name of Jesus. Come out. Out, 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 out. Come out. Take a deep breath. Let it out. Blow it out. All the way. All the way out. Cough a couple times. Get them moving. All that shame. Come out. Come out, 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 out. All that shame. Come out. All that shame. Come out of there. Come out, shame. Come on, loose them and let them go. All that shame. All that shame. Come on, come out of there. Shame. Come on, come out, shame. Come out, come out, come out, come out. We're going to deal with spirits that are in the shame family here tonight, too, that operate, too. When you have shame, you got these spirits, many of them. Sometimes not all of them, but sometimes 
All of them, sometimes some of them. Okay? So let's deal with the whole family, but shame has to go. Come on. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. All that shame. All that shame. All that sexual abuse. Come out. All that abuse, spirit. Come out. All that abuse. Come out. All that abuse. Come out. Come out, abuse. Come on. All that abuse. Come out. Sexual abuse. All that abuse. Come out. 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 Come on. All that abuse. All that sexual abuse. Abused by some stranger. Abused by relatives. Abused by parents. All that abuse. Abused by brother or sister. Come on. All that sexual abuse. Come out. 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 We break that curse of sexual abuse. You come out of there. Come out. Come out. Come out, abuse. All that sexual abuse spirit. Come out, 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 out. All that abuse. Come out. All that abuse. All that abuse. You have to go. Have to be have to be gone tonight. Come on. In the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Come out. Come out. Come on. All that guilt to come in with the sexual abuse. Come on. Feeling guilty. Feeling unclean. Come out, guilt. Come out, guilt. Come out, guilt. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. Come on, this abuse is is a lot more prevalent than you guys may think because we've dealt with it so many times in deliverance ministry over the years. Christians who have been abused. Christians. Christians who have been abused. Even by Christians. You know, this is it's not like you're the only one out there, okay? There's been many people who have been abused. And many people have suffered this. So you come out of there. Come on, all that guilt. All that guilt, come out. All that guilt, all that spirit that tells you it's your fault, your fault, your fault, my fault, spirits, come out. Come out, 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 come out. In Jesus' name, come out. In Jesus' name, come out. All that guilt, all that my fault, spirits, come out. Tells you it's your fault, come on out of there, all the way out. All the way up, blame, all that self-blame, come out, self-blame, blaming yourself. Oh, it's my fault. That self-blame, come out, self-blame. You have to go by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. All that self-blame tonight, you have to come out. Come out, 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 come out. Come out, all the way out, all the way out, all the way out, all the way up out of there. All that self-blame, come out. Come out, blaming yourself, blaming yourself. Well, it's your fault, my fault, my fault. What's wrong with me? There's something must be wrong with me. Come on, all that self-blame. Come out of there. Come out of there. Come out of there. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. When there's shame, there's usually been sexual sin. We're going to command some sexual sin to come out. All that sexual sin spirit, come out. All those lusts. All that lust, come out. All that lust, come out, come out, come out, come out. Unfortunately, so many people that, that have been abused sexually, they can become loose sexually. So many, they, they, they feel cheap, see? So they, they, they Because they feel cheapened by the sexual abuse, so they go out and, and they live a cheap lifestyle and they just give themselves away, you know, to a lot of partners. So we command those spirits to come in through that, through sexual sin, to come out. All that fornicating spirit, come out. Fornication, come out. Fornication, come out. Come on. Fornication, having sex. Outside of marriage, come on. All that fornication, come out. 
Come out, fornicating spirit. Come out, 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 come out. We break those curses of shame. We break those curses of sexual abuse. We break those curses of fornicating, adultery. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. Come on, all that fornication, all that adultery, you got to go. Got to go. Come out. Come out by the blood of Jesus right now. Come out. 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 Come out of there. In Jesus' name, you have to go. You have to go all the way out. Out, 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 Pornography, out, 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 out. Come on, pornography, we're talking to you. Come out. All that addiction to pornography. Come in through shame. Come in through sexual abuse. Come in through verbal abuse. Come in through sexual perversions and Different things like that. Come on, all the way out. All that pornography. Come out, 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 out. All that pornography. Come out. Pornography. Come out. 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 Out, 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 out. By the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, you have to go. You have to go right now. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come on. Pornography. Nakedness. Come on, all that nakedness. Showing your nakedness. Come out. All those naked spirits. Come out. 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 Out, 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 out. All the way out. All the way out. Verbal abuse. Come out. All that verbal abuse being abused verbally. Why are you a dumb kid? Why can't you do anything right? You know, things like that. You know, people spoke things over you verbally and cursed you and abused you and Oh, well, I just hate you. I just can't stand you. And all those horrible words that have been spoken, we break those word curses and command that verbal abuse to go. Right now, all that verbal abuse, you come out. You come out. Come out. Come on. Come out of there right now. You have to go. All those verbal abuse spirits, you have to come out of Jesus' name. By the blood of Jesus, you have to come out of there. Come on. Verbal abuse. Verbal abuse. Come on. Verbal abuse. Come out of there, verbal abuse. Come on, all those verbal abuses. We break those curses of those words, curses, come out. And we command the spirits to go. All that verbal abuse, come out, 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 out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way up out of there. Go in Jesus' name. All that pride, you come out. All that pride. That pride is a covering for the shame and the abuse. Come out. All that pride, come out. All that pride, come out. All that pride, you have to go. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yeah, these spirits have to go. They're being commanded out. They have to go. We send the mighty warring angels in to pull them out from the roots. Pull them up out of there. Yes, you go. You're defeated, spirits. You're defeated. Jesus renders you powerless. Now, come out of there. Come out of there. Remember what he did on the cross for you 2,000 years ago. Hello, demons. You have been defeated. Come out. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out of there in Jesus' name. All that pride, all that false covering of pride, you don't need it, folks. Let it go. All that pride. Tell it you're out of agreement with it, and you don't want it, and you want it to go. Come on. All that pride has to go. All that pride has to go. Come out of there, pride. Come out of there, pride. Come on out. Come on out. Every bit of it. Every bit of it. Out, 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 out. Up and out of there. Up and out of there. All that foolishness. Spirits of, because of the shame, you've been foolish. Foolish things have happened. Foolishness in your life, we break that foolish spirit, making you foolish. 
Hey, you do foolish things in life. Come on, all that foolishness. Come out, 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 out. All that foolishness. Go in Jesus' name. All that apathy. Come out, 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 out. Being full of apathy. Not just wanting to do anything. Just just apathetic when it comes to the things of God. Just apathy. Come out. We break the curse of apathy. Come out. All that apathy. Spiritual laziness. Laziness spirit. Lazy spirit. Come out. Laziness. Come on. We break the curse of laziness. Come out. Come out, 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 out. All that laziness. Go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. All the way out. All the way out. Come on, all that laziness has to go. All the way out by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Come out of there, laziness. Come out. All that apathy. Come on, all the way out. Keep coming out. That coldness, feeling cold. Feeling cold, just feeling cold. Don't have any feelings. Just that coldness. They tell you you're insensitive and cold. People have told you you're cold. That you don't have any feelings. Well, yeah, if you've been abused, you have shame, you're cold. Well, we break that coldness and command it to go. In Jesus' name, all those spirits of coldness, you're so cold. We command that to go right now. We break that curse of you're so cold. You come out of there, all that coldness, come out. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. You have to go, all that coldness. Come out in Jesus' name. Coldness has to go. Has to go right now. By the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, all that coldness has to go. Thank you, Jesus. All that coldness, all that lack of feeling, you come out of there right now. Come out, 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 out. All that rebellion. Come out of there, rebellion. Come out of there, rebellion. All that rebellion has to go in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. You have to come out of there. That's right. That's right. You don't want it anymore, do you? You don't want to keep it. Well, they'll tell it to go. Tell it to go. You get out of me. You get out of me. Tell it. Tell it. you got to do warfare, too. You don't just sit there and not do any warfare. Okay? You tell it to go, too. You tell it inside of your heart. Now, I know I tell a lot of people not to pray with their mouth when they're coming out because you don't want to get in front of a spirit when it's coming out. You don't want to block it. But inside, you need to be telling it to go, or you can take a break and tell it, you have to come out of me. You have to come out of me. I mean business here. I'm not playing games tonight. This is not a little game here. This is deliverance, and I'm getting free from you demons. Now, you come out of me right now. Come on, tell it to go. Tell it to go. you got a mean business when you do deliverance. You don't have to just, you know... Uh, approach it with an attitude of, well, well, whatever, you know. No, no, you you approach it with the attitude, you're coming out of me, and I'm not keeping you anymore. You've bound me up long enough, and I'm not having it anymore. I'm determined. you got to have a determination when you go into deliverance, a determination to be free, a determination not to put up with these demons anymore, not to just let them stay in your life and keep harassing you, and, well, I guess that's just the way it has to be. I just guess I'm stuck with these things. No, that's a lie. That's a devil's lie. That's a demon lie. You want it out of there. So tell it to go. I'll come out of there right now. Come out of there. Come on, all the way out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way up out of there. You have to go in the name of Jesus. All rebellion. Come out of there. Come out of there, all that lying spirit that lies. Come out, you liar. Come out, you liar. Come out, lying, lying spirits. All them lying spirits have to go. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. You come out of there. Out, 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 All the way out. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. By the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. We break those curses of shame on you curses. 
Shame on you. Or you should be ashamed of yourself. We break those word curses. Now those spirits of shame on you. Come out. All those shame spirits. Come out. Come on. Come out. Keep coming out, shame. Keep coming out. All those shame spirits have to go. Shame on you. Shame on you. You should be ashamed of yourself. You talk too much. You this. You're that. You that. All that cursing. Come on. All that cursing. Come on. We break those curses. You come out of there. Come on. All the way out. 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 Come out of there. 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 By the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, you have to go. You have to go right now. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Shameful spirits, come out. Come on, all the way out, all the way out, all the way out. Argumentative spirits, come out. Have to be right. Have to be right. You come out of there. All that have to be right. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Let it out. All the way out. All the way up out of there. Cough a few times. <coughs> Argumentative. Come out. 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 Poverty. Come out. Come out. Argumentative. Come out. 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 Have to be right. Poverty. Come on. All the way out. We break those curses over people tonight. Over this dear audience tonight. We break these curses over each one that has these spirits. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. By the blood of Jesus. The name of Jesus. All the way out. All the way out, all the way out, all the way out. Come up out of there. In the name of Jesus, this is war tonight. This is war. We're engaged with the enemy. We're taking him out. We're telling him he doesn't belong there anymore. He has to go. Out, 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 out. All the way out. All that shame. All that shame. All the way out. All that lust. We go back to the sexual spirit. All that lust. Come out. All that lust. Come out, 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 out. All that sexual perversion through abuse. Come in through abuse. Come out. All that perversion. Come out. Sexual perversion. Unclean sexual spirits. Come out, 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 out. Out, 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 out of there. All the way out. All the way out. Jesus' name. Jesus' name, by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, you have to go. You have to go in the name of Jesus. Come on, move, 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 move. Blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Come on. Remember, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. We just declare that against these demons. These, these weapons they planned against you, trying to keep you in bondage, is not going to prosper anymore, anymore, anymore. You have to go right now. Go right now. Go, 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 by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Now, you realize that some of these spirits, they've been commanded out. They may keep coming out throughout the evening. you got to let them go. Let them go. And then you can do self-deliverance, too. Once you start getting deliverance, you can begin to command them out yourself. And sometimes you're going to need help because the spirits have been there a long time and there's strongholds in your life, and you're going to need help from people who do deliverance. Well, you're welcome to come here for an appointment. Or you get other places in the country that do deliverances, too. You know, but if you're near Montana and want to come for an appointment, you know, set, email me, set up an appointment. We'll do deliverance for you. Uh, sometimes you can get them out through self-deliverance. Other times, though, like I said, you need help because they've been there a long time. There's strongholds in your life, and you gotta get, you got to have a little help. I know there was time in my life where I had to get help. You know, I went to have deliverance ministers pray for me and got those spirits out that I couldn't get out myself, especially in the beginning. You need help sometimes to get those big ones out that are there such a stronghold in your life but uh hey get it whatever it takes get it you want to be free get deliverance you know 
You want to be different? You want to see changes in your life? Then get deliverance and then walk it out. Walk it out. That's the key. you got to walk it out after you get deliverance. You don't want to just let them come back and just go back to the old habit patterns, the old ways of thinking, the old ways of doing, the old ways of reacting, and the same old habit patterns. You know, once the spirit's out, though, it's a whole lot easier to fight them off when they're on the outside than, than when they were on the inside. You know, that's why we can truly resist the devil, and he will flee from us when he's on the outside. Okay, but when he's on the inside, we've got to cast him out. Okay, we've got to cast him out and get him out of there. And and don't be shy about it. This is warfare. You know, you're not shy when you're blowing the enemy away, right? If you're in the military and you're out there fighting a war, you don't be shy about it. You have to do what you have to do. And if you want to be free, you have to do what you have to do. This is warfare, folks. We're not playing a little tiptoe to the tulip pansy game here. We're playing life and death, you know. There's spirits of death that are trying to uh, tear up our lives, mess up our lives, and bring us into bondage. we got to get rid of that junk. we got to get it out of there no matter what it takes. Be militant against the enemy. You know, be very vicious and ferocious against the enemy. You know, don't just put up with it. Don't just keep putting up with it. Don't just say, well, it just has to be. No, no. you got to get this stuff out if you want to be free, if you want to walk free, if you want to fulfill your destiny in God, if you want to be all that God has intended you to be, and he has very much good intentions for you. Don't think that you're not important. Don't think that you don't have a place in the body of Christ. You do. He has a plan for you, but those... Those demons want to hinder you from doing it. They want to hinder you. They want to block you from being what you ought to be in God. They want to hold you back. They want to put a hindrance up. They want to put a force in, in a field in front of you, between you and your destiny, between you and God's plan for you. God has a good plan. God has a good anointing for you to walk in. Okay? you got to press into that, though. you got to be determined to have what God has because He loves you. He loves you so much that He is thought about you and put you engraved upon the palms of his hands and said this is my child here he is he's always ever before me see you're god's child you're accepted in christ the bible says you've been made accepted in the beloved you're accepted in jesus christ through jesus christ you've been accepted in the beloved you're his beloved one you're his chosen one and deliverance is the children's bread it's for you it's for you that's right and and uh, you don't just eat bread once in your life either, do you? you got to eat it. My daily bread. Deliverance is regular, ongoing throughout life. Okay, It's a process of getting cleaned up. It's a process of getting those things out of you that have held you back, that have hindered you. You know? Amen. And some, hey, good to hear somebody there. <laughs> I heard an amen. Hey, uh, John, give me your contact information. Oh, yeah, theoasisplace.org. TheOasisPlace.org is a website, and uh, we have to see you visit there. And we have email there. You contact us through that. Praise Hallelujah. God. I appreciate you coming on tonight. The Lord richly bless you, and we're going to see you on again next week, Pastor John. Okay. Thank you for the opportunity, brother. I appreciate it and look forward to being with your audience again and being with you again and visiting with you all. And thank God for what he's done. God bless you. God bless you. Good night.